Inside MLFB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. Joining us today on the all upstate New York edition of Inside MLFB, offensive lineman Nico Cullinan of the Virginia Armada. Nico, thank you for taking time out of your schedule today to talk with us. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Adam. I really appreciate you having me on here. So, Nico, you know, as we were talking a little bit beforehand, you're from the bustling uh, football hotbed of upstate New York, specifically Colony around Albany. Uh, no one's going to be able to find that on a map. So how did you go from off the beaten path colony to a division one athlete and now to professional football player? Well, yes, as you know, the, uh, it's, it's a, it's a hot recruiting spot there. You know, a lot of college coaches coming in and out now, but, uh, you know, they said there's a lot of, there's a lot of talented guys that do play around there, but it doesn't really get amplified because the, the area isn't recruited as, as highly, unless you are a super, standout kind of guy either your your intangibles are off the charts if you're a 6-6 defensive end you're going to stand out or if you're uh you know a 4-2 running six foot receiver you know those are the things that really get you get you noticed but uh me on the other hand i'm a not really a super tall offensive lineman <laughs> especially at center um i'm only 6-2 but um so from colony after i finished up at colony uh, I then went over to Hudson Valley Community College, so about 15 minutes from from Colony. Uh, and there, uh, I played two years there. First year, I played guard, and then second year, I went back to my original position at center that I played all through high school. Uh, and then the opportunity came along uh, for Coach Catuso in Albany to offer me. So uh, someplace I wanted to go growing up, place I went to see, you know, I went to see a lot of college games, a uh, place I really, you know, really liked and thought would be really cool to be able to play at home. Uh, so when they when they offered me, I, I jumped right on it. I think I committed within I committed within the week. So from then on there, uh, you know, I played a couple couple of good seasons. The first year was a little rough. Uh, we didn't win. We only ran. A, we only won a few games. Uh, but then that second year, you know, we had a ton of talent. You know, we had three guys. We had three guys go to the NFL, uh, corner, receiver, and defensive end. Uh, two of them are actually still in the NFL. One of them's in the CFL. Um, but so we, we ended up going. We, we had one of the best records in Albany history at 9-5, and five, won our first playoff game, you know, really put everything together, had a top offense in the CAA and even in the country, a few All-Americans. Um, so and then from there – uh, we had, you know, I was part of that COVID group, all the, <laughs> all the fun that came with, uh, trying to schedule uh, a pro day. Um, uh, so our pro day got canceled about two, three days before it was supposed to happen. So we were in our deload session, ready to go. Um, we had a lot of scouts there too. I mean, considering these guys, I mean, we had our receiver, I mean, these guys all had, 
mean, these guys were top players in the country. So at this state, we were had we had a good amount of scouts coming there too. So that would have been, you know, that would have been a cool experience. We you know this, you know, guy works in mysterious ways, and you know, so this is what this is what happened for, you know, everybody around the country. I'm not the only one that could complain about it. So uh, from there on out, I uh, went to a couple combines, PGS, uh, Pro Grid Iron Showcase, ran by CGS, and then uh, ANC Combine. And then Coach Shea gave me a chance to play in the Spring League last year. So that kind of led into, you know, where I'm at now. Having this opportunity now to play in MLFB. You know, Absolutely. And, and we've heard this story a lot from the COVID combine guys. And, you know, it, it's been talked about that NFL teams maybe took a few less chances on smaller school guys in the mid to later rounds because they didn't have a chance to get them in for – on-site workouts it was all done remotely and that's just a huge challenge you know but you're getting this opportunity now and coach a thought enough of you to bring you into a second league i mean what's that mean to have an offensive coach a guy who's been in, been around it so much to say hey nico i believe in you kid come with me to this new crazy adventure in major league football and let's try it again let's run it back I was, I was all for it. You know, things didn't work out with the USFL originally uh, for me, but you know, when, when coach Shea, when I talked to coach Shea and he said, you know, he mentioned the MLFB, you know, I didn't know much about it at first. Like a lot of us didn't, um, I knew about, I looked it up, I saw like, you know, the beginnings of it and such, but you know, when he gave me a call, I mean, coach Shea is an amazing coach. He's, you know, he's, he cares so much about every individual person, not just on this team, but, the training staff, the coaching staff, the equipment guys, every person that's associated with his organizations, he keeps them all very close. Everybody's got a Coach Shea story. You could interview pretty much anybody on this team that's been around him before, and they have a story about Coach Shea. He's, he is one of the best coaches that I could have been, you know, blessed to have through my playing, playing career because, you know, that, that amount of care. And then it just helps that he has immense NFL knowledge and has been around some amazing offenses. I mean, the Kansas city offenses that he had um, with priest Holmes, Trent green and all them Dante hall, like those guys, you know, he's, he's gotten it done at the highest level. So yeah, no, he's, that meant a lot when he gave me that first call and he kept up on me after the spring league, you know, keeping, keeping tabs on me, making sure, you know, I'm still training, I'm in shape. Um, you know, he was really excited to bring me in. You know, there's that, there's nothing, there's nothing that means more to that, especially, you know, being wanted that much by, you know, a head coach that I only played a few games for. For sure. I mean, and that's just gotta be something spectacular and, you know, some, you know, it, it's a talented roster there. And have you been working primarily at guard center? Where have you been working along the offensive line, uh, uh during center. the training camp center? So a lot that's of time center. at center. A lot of time working there, getting to know these quarterbacks. You know, it's a talented quarterback room with Tyquell Fields, D'Angelo Fulford, uh, George Bowens, and uh, Nick Ra Nick Rango. Did you – I know he played at HVCC. Did you guys cross paths at, at Hudson Valley or no? So not not directly, but I would go since, you know, I, like I said, I live so close. Um, I have a lot of good relationships with people at Hudson Valley. So I would go there. I met Rango a few times. Uh, and then we were at Albany together too, as well. So we both, <laughs> we both shared similar paths, but yeah, that, that quarterback room is insanely talented. You know, we were confident in any of those guys to go out and play, you know, and they goes, when they, when they all switch in for each other, they don't miss a beat. 
it's it's honestly it's crazy to see four quarterbacks be able to you know handle this offense not only in stride but elevate each other you know and I got to see Tykel play at Stony Brook too I got a couple <laughs> I got a couple games to get out watching him watching him from the sideline at Stony Brook what's it like to know that that guy who maybe beat up on your team a little bit on the field is now on your sideline. Does that feel good to know that? Oh, I'm glad we're not against him this time. Yeah, it's funny because um, my two years there, we beat them. We beat them both times. Mm-hmm. So the two years after the the COVID year and then this last year, he got both of his wins against Albany. So, you know, it's, so we, we joke about it all the time that, you know, he – Cause we play for the, we play for the golden apple. We play the empire clash for the golden apple. So at the end of that game, you see the whole sideline, you see the whole sideline just clear out and run for that apple. So it's, it's funny to joke around to him about the, about that, but now it's, 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 it's cool to see cause he has some good games against us. I mean, he made some, I mean, he made some insane throws, um, you know, and he's mobile as, as anybody. Same with D'Angelo. I mean, those guys are, I mean, but also don't don't sleep on Rango and, and Bowen. They can they can move a little bit too. But I mean, those guys specifically getting to watch them play has been 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 cool. I mean, I remember George got out and ran a few times during some of the team drills, and everybody just started hooting and hollering because you could tell that that was outside of the norm for him. You know what is what are the challenges as an offensive lineman though? Going from two guys who are electric with their legs and make you know thrive on making plays in space like. D'Angelo and Tyquell going to guys who maybe are going to stay in the pocket a little bit more like Nick and George, you know, what, what goes through your minds as the center making those changes, making that transition? So, I mean, we know that those guys don't want to necessarily run, you know, Mm -hmm. those guys are, you know, they're, they might be able to run, but they are both extremely talented throwing the ball the same way Rango and and George are. Oh, for sure. Not saying, not saying they're not just, you know, yeah. an added dimension there where you're not thinking George is going to, that if something breaks down, you need to get out in front so George can get a 50 yard run. <laughs> yeah, no, they, uh, no offense to George. I love George. <laughs> I don't know that George is going to get 50 yards. Hey, Hey, he had a couple, the, he had a couple, he had a couple good ones now, but he they, did, uh, he did. But uh, no, it, it, it adds a little bit, it adds a little bit more dimension. You know, it's, it's as an offensive lineman, it's, you know, you just you just know to always keep I mean, something you always should be doing is, you know, staying on your block. But especially when it comes to just being aware that they could bolt out the pocket at any moment. So that way, you know, making sure you're not you're not holding, you know, making sure you don't get stuck into one of those plays where, you know, you got a guy set on the edge and then he takes off up the middle, being able to make sure that you're just aware that that is a high possibility that that could happen. But, you know, that all comes down to the same type of techniques that Coach Valero is, you know, coaching us up on is to not do those things. So, you know, it has it has its pros and cons, but those are just something you need to just keep in mind that that could absolutely happen. Sure. You know, and opening up space for running backs, things like that. And what is a dynamic offense? Um, You know, this is your second time around with Coach Shea. Is there anything that Coach Shea told you as you were concluding in the spring league or getting ready to come in here where he said, Nico, you need to work on this. This is what's holding you back from being taking that next step in your career. Well, a big thing with him was that when I was with the spring league, I played guard. So we had, you know, we had a good center, uh, Sifa. 
he was the he was the established center that was there I think for a couple of years. So when I came in, I, I slid over to left guard, um, you know, because I just, I just needed more professional film, which was cool because I hadn't played guard since my freshman year at Hudson Valley, actually. So, you know, to get a little more film there. So when I went to the hub camp a few times and there, you know, and basically the thing that was told is like, I need, I need more center film. So that was a big thing. They just want to see me back at scouts wanted to see me back at center. That was a big thing. But coach say specifically, I mean, coach say his big thing is he wanted me to be a leader of our line. He wanted to make sure I made that, you know, was taking that extra effort to really establish myself as, you know, as is an overall leader, but not only the O-line, but the team. So you talk about that, establishing yourself as a leader. What goes into that? You know, what are, you know, we see the movies, we see all, we see Friday Night Lights, Varsity Blues, and we think, oh yeah, that's what a leader looks like in a football locker room. What does it actually look like for you to step up your leadership game for the offensive line and the offense as a whole? So yeah, I said, it's, it's, it's never like the movies. It's, uh, you know, there's that, that all... You know, the rah-rah stuff works for some people, but at the end of the day, you know, it comes down to I feel like being, you know, I'm still growing as a leader and as a person every day. So the way I look at it is, you know, being a genuine person, you know, knowing your always being on top of your assignments, being able to assist with those assignments, but always in a genuine way, you know, not ever, you know, having an ulterior motive to explain, you know, something to another player. Just if players know your, if people around you know you're genuine, I feel like that becomes, you know, that makes leadership so much easier because they know what they're going to get out of you. And then the things that come out of your mouth, they know are going to be honest and, you know, to the point. Uh, so, you know, but like I said, leaders, leadership comes to safe sides. We have a lot of great leaders on this team. You know, that's the that lot. Some guys just lead by example. Some guys lead with their voice, but we have a ton of, especially on the old line too. You know, it's, you can't, you can't ever, you can't ever go wrong with having too many leaders. Not having enough leaders is a problem, but having too many is just an amazing thing. And our line is is filled with guys that have had pro experience, have played in other leagues, lead by example, lead by their voice. So I'm just glad to, you know, I just I'm glad to be a part of it and glad to be a part of this really good old line and be able to do wherever I can to to help us succeed. You mentioned guys with NFL experience along the line. Is there anyone on the line that you've kind of been like? Let me get at this guy's elbow. Let me be here. Let me kind of be under his wing a little bit. You know, he's been where I want to go and let me kind of learn what I can. So, yeah, we got a couple, we got a couple of guys that I know had NFL experience like Chris Bowles and then um, Shane Carpenter, those guys, um, you know, and then uh, Joseph Park, who God's played in a few other leagues out of South Carolina. I mean, these guys have been around for, for a little bit, um, you know, so, and they're especially like people like, like um like Chris Bowles you know these guys are you know they've been he's been around a little bit he's a little bit older so he's been able to experience you know the the different either spring leagues the NFL you know all this stuff but then not only that but you know experience life so a lot of these guys you know that have been been to that been to that point where we want to get to you know like I said those are the guys that really have have stepped up and kind of just showing like this is what this is what needs to be done and this is how we got to do it and this is how we move on from that has there been any bit of advice that you've really taken to heart that's the biggest takeaway you've had from any of these guys so far <sighs> that's a yeah, that's that's an interesting question but i mean i talk a lot so uh <laughs> probably, <laughs> i talk a lot so uh probably the biggest 
you know, the biggest advice is to, you know, to to really focus on, you know, not as much as the, the quantity of the things I say, but make sure that there's there's a lot of quality involved in it. You know, make sure the things that I'm saying are really in the right situations, making sure they're, you know, to the point, you know, especially with calls, explanations, stuff like that. Cool. Um, so, Nico, during non-football times, you have a day job, you know, and you put that on hold to a certain extent to chase this dream. Why? <laughs> I mean, you, you, you kind of, you know, I mean, it involved you relocating. I mean, are you still in upstate New York? I got to imagine you're still up there working. You yep. pause your life. You go to mobile for two weeks, you know, betting on yourself to make the roster and then on the road for another five weeks. I mean, pausing your life for two months and betting on yourself. Why take that chance? Exactly what you said. Why not? You know, if you got, you know, I'm, uh, you know it's, I like to, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm all about, you know, willing to gamble and, you know, but, but in a calculated sense, you know, I made sure that with my job is that this is planned out. Like they know what to expect from me as a person and they know that I'm going to make sure what it takes the same way Coach Say knows what he's going to get out of me is that's the same kind of, uh, I guess, that's the prerogative I bring to life is that you know what you're going to get out of me. I am who I am, and you're going to get constant effort out of me, whether it's going to be, you know, if I got to if I gotta stay up a little late to work or I got to stay up a little later to watch, um, you know, watch film, if I got to, you know, make sure I'm planning out time a little bit better or I got to work on a weekend, you know, just to get it, you know, the end of the day you just got to get it done but as for why is who better to bet on your bet on yourself than you you know you only got i mean at the end of the day you got you and if you're not betting on yourself who who you who's worth betting on you know what's worth betting on if you're not worth betting on yourself and that's what i took it as and you know the the job will work itself out you can work the rest of your life you you got only gotta you got a certain clock to play football no matter how good you are i mean not everybody's tom brady but um you know, everybody's got a, you got a, you got a clock to play this game. And I, you know, I wasn't, I want to use as much of that clock as I can and, and enjoy, you know, not only, you know, the football, but everything that comes with it, you know, the, the camaraderie of it, you know, the, the, the grind of it being in the 110 degree heat of Mobile, Alabama, you know, things like that, the things you don't, things you wouldn't experience, you know, being comfortable, being uncomfortable is a thing that I've really wanted to, to to do you know it's something i really like to push myself is i don't want to i don't want to live in that comfort you know when you live in that comfort you're you know it's it's nice there it's nice but you don't go anywhere when you live in that comfort you're not going to find yourself in extraordinary situations if you want to live in that comfort you're going to live ordinary life which is fine but in the in my case i want to you know not only for to set an example for my kids but set example for kids i help coach or you know people from my area is that, you know, keep, keep putting in the effort because it, it just might pay off. Make sure to get down on the wins bet 50 win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Bet $500 on sports or casino before July 31st, 2022. Get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries allowed. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com 
slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing your speed. Computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick. When you're streaming media, whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take back your privacy with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. So you mentioned your kids and you coached. You know, can you tell us a little bit about your family, you know, or, or, and or where are you coaching right now? You know, talk to us a little bit about that, because this is a side we don't get to see, you know, with NFL players. There's no this is the man behind it. You know, this is, you know, Nico Cullen, offensive lineman is one thing. Nico Cullen, dad and coach and marketer is a alter ego almost <laughs> to your superhero on the field. Hey, yeah. So it's so family wise. Um, I have a five year old little brother. You know, I've been. You know, I'm. A, he's he's a huge part of my life. You know, he was a big reason of why I wanted to stay around and play football, so that I could you know watch him grow up. It's a it's a unique opportunity to see a kid grow. Um, you know, as a as a as a little man, but also as you know, the the effort it takes to to raise a to help raise a child to help be around that. So I also have an older sister that's a couple years older than me. Um, and then we also, I live with my, I live with my father. So we all live, we all live together. We all help, you know, take care of my little brother. Um, so that's the main thing. And then coaching wise, I, I work with, uh, my original trainer, uh, Gabe Young, powerhouse athletics, um, in upstate New York, he does speed and strength training for high school athletes all the way down to, I think our youngest kid is seven years old. So we do, we do group classes and individual training. Um, he runs all of it. And then especially for group training, I help assist. And then some of the all linemen I'll help work with that he coaches at my high school at Colony high school. So those kids are the ones that I, when I refer to my kids and, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard of the kids I help coach, those are the kids I really, you know, I, I really focus on because of the same thing, you know, if you have a kid, you know, you have a kid that gets hurt or you have a kid that, you know, has a hard time, you know, at home, you know, just to have somebody that's like, oh, he, you know, he works really hard at this, you know, 
he he works a job but then played in a couple developmental leagues and he's still trying to do this you know he's making these things work and that's the example you know that i want to set is that these the 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 dream of playing higher level college football isn't that crazy and these guys think it all is so especially when we get these kids that explain to them that like i played it i didn't play it at, at a super high-end school you know I, I got to i was fortunate enough to play pittsburgh and i was fortunate to play cmu i was able to play at these against these big schools and you realize it's not a huge difference these aren't insane dreams to have i like to think that if if i put in that that extraordinary effort in high school because i was undersized at high school i was only you know i graduated at like 235 so i had to put on all this weight progressively through my college career mm-hmm. to get to 300 pounds so i like to think if i put in this effort before if i did things the right way if i went to the camps because i didn't even know there was like i didn't even know you're supposed to go to football camps i thought you went to the ones that you paid for in your local area. I didn't know you're supposed to go to the college camps. I didn't know you're supposed to try to travel and find these things. And these, these are the things we're working on. Now we have a ton of great athletes that have spent this last six months, you know, traveling, you know, getting their name out there thing. These things I didn't know until I knew them. So now that I have some of this knowledge, you know, I want to share it with these guys. I want to, I want to have these kids follow those dreams of playing, you know, playing at, the ACC playing in, you know, the big 10, you know, or even playing FCS or D2 guys. I didn't think they could play D2 or get a scholarship that these guys can go home and these girls can go home and tell their parents that they don't have to pay for college. Cause I'll tell you, that was one of the best feelings I ever had was knowing that nobody has to try to help me pay a dollar that I can do it myself. I mean, and that's gotta be huge and just be such an amazing feeling to be able to tell your family that, you know, and you got to tell your family, that you have another chance to play professional football. What was that like to be able to look, you know, across the dinner table or wherever you did it, tell your dad, tell your little brother, I did it. I'm a (laughs) professional. I'm making, I'm making a good wage in MLFB for a month's worth of work. How'd that feel? There's nothing like it. You know, I still don't forget the uh, the phone calls I had with um, when the hub when the hub first started and how how hot that was. If you got into the hub camp, I mean, these guys were getting signed at, you know, 10 person a camp. You know, it was hot. So, I mean, you know, going back to last year, I mean, this is I went right from the hub camp and then went literally took the plane from San Diego, from New York to San Diego, right to Indy to practice and then play that week. So, you know, I, I still don't forget that phone call that I got to say to my dad, like, Hey, like not only did I get into this camp, but now coach Shea just called me and said, he wanted me to come out and play right after. So, and then, especially then when I got, you know, when all this stuff started to really, you know, plan out with the MLFB and everything, it started to get real, you know, when everything got set up, because as you know, it's been, you know, information was a little, was uh, <laughs> a little scarce. So when I, the information, I mean, yeah. Yeah, information was a little, scarce. a little scarce, you know, with the focus on the field. And Absolutely. No, for good reason. No, for good reason. For information good reason. was scarce. Now that we're here, we all realize why. But mm-hmm. and that's the thing is like, so when when Coach Shea let me know in the contract and I was like, wow, this is this could be a better opportunity, you know, because the ultimate goal is to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what everybody's here for is to is to grow as an athlete, grow as a as a as a man and a player 
and then go to the NFL. And you look at it a four game season compared to, you know, other leagues where you're playing 10 and 12 games and you got to hop right into camp right after that. That's a lot of wear and tear in your body. So from my perspective, it was like, this is what better opportunity to, you know, not only make some really good money over a month of work, you know, a month and a half of work, but then be able to be available, you know, right after, you know, right after preseason cuts, you know, where they could bring you in for a workout or practice squad or, you know, ability to make a roster or, you know, in the middle of the season where guys start going down and need to bring in more people where you have the most up-to-date film mm-hmm. where these guys, you know, have some film from earlier in the year, which is still great film, you know, and those guys will and have been getting their opportunities, but, you know, I'm, I'm on four games. <laughs> and you're much closer to game shape than they were, you know, whereas exactly. they finished in late July, late June, early July, you're going to finish in September. So, exactly. you know, that team that gets decimated on the offensive line in week one is like, Oh shit, let's call Nico. We know he can play the interior. We need that guy. So that's the goal. That's the goal. So you're from New York. You're going to be playing in Virginia beach. Does family friends have any plans to come and see you play at all? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my, my trainer, my, you know, my mom, my dad, sister, you know, all these, all, everybody wants to, everybody's let me know that they, you know, they want to try to make it down. So I know it's a little bit, you know, I think it's about eight or nine hour drive, but I know, uh, or, you know, a couple hour flight, but I definitely know a few people that, that want to come down to see me. And that, that means, that means the world people that will go out of their way financially, but for work to be able to come down and see me play in a weekday, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing beats that feeling. What's it going to mean to be able to be there in front of them and meet them after the game as a professional? Because you've, you know, I I don't think there were fans in Indy. This would be the first time that they've seen you play as a, as a pro, right? Yep. So to see me in person, this would be the first time for everybody. Now with that, uh, man, that'll be, that'll be great. You know, there's, it's, it'll be, it'll be just amazing to look back on, you know, it's, it won't, it won't be, it won't seem, you know, it'll feel great in the moment, but it'll feel even better. You know, when I, when my brother can, we can look back at pictures when he's 14, 15, 16 years old and be like, Oh, we took that picture there, you know, Virginia beach and you're playing, you know, you're playing at MLFB, you know, that the things like that, those, those kind of memories of people just going out of their way to see you play, you know, there's, you know, is it a lot of people take that for granted? You know, I played with guys in college and I played with guys that, you know, have, have the family has never seen them play in college. So I was fortunate to live locally, you know, but even then, you know, I never took that. If somebody came out of their way to spend their Saturday to see me play, I mean, that means, man, that means the world, but then to drive hours away to see me play even more and it not even be, you know, an NFL and not to be an NFL game, but to still be a professional athlete and these people are willing to go out of their way. And there's nothing beats that. That's for for sure. sure. So what would you say to the people of Virginia Beach about what Nico Cullinan's going to bring to the table as a player and what the Virginia Armada are going to bring to the sportsplex on August 9th? I think, you know, I think both of these things will go together, but we, you know, that as a team, we bring a swagger. We, you know, everybody on this team, you know, from our defense, you know, we got, we got a lot of, we got a lot of people that bring that just bring the juice. You know, we have some amazing playmakers, 
you know, especially on defense, you know, we have, we have guys that have been all sec players. We have guys that have played in the XFL as starters, you know, we have guys that, you know, not only, you know, not only show you on the field who they are, but then we'll, we'll let you know, <laughs> we'll get in your ear offensively and defensively that, you know, we we're here to play. Not only are we here to play on the field, but we're going to let you know the whole time that we're here. <laughs> so, and I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys like that. And the talent we have is, is great, you know, from starters, you know, from, from guys that, you know, are running with the ones and twos. I mean, we don't, we, we don't, we haven't missed, we haven't missed a beat. You know, we have, we have a lot of depth. So the people you see out there are going to put on a, a, put on a great show. You know, like I said, our team is, is filled, filled depth wise at every position of just playmakers, ballers, and guys that, you know, do and will earn that next shot to the NFL. I guarantee it. So, you know, I don't know if you know, we had a, Virginia Beach Councilman Aaron Rouse on a few or two weeks ago. It feels like it was a lot longer ago. (laughs) My time in Mobile aged me. And for everybody who's wondering, 110 is not the actual temperature. It's like 85, but it feels like 110 with the humidity. That's the real killer. Um, But Aaron Rouse was on and he made comments that if you guys win the championship, he's going to make sure that you guys get the parade he never got as a United football league player, what would that mean to deliver something like a championship or even just to bring professional sports back to Virginia beach, which is often an afterthought for people, you know, they're always teased as the, well, we could move the team to Hampton roads, Virginia beach Mm -hmm. area. And then the old city ponies up for the stadium. What's it going to mean to be a pro there in a city that's clearly starved for professional sports? Oh yeah. I mean, you look at them, you look at the landscape of college there. Um, it's amazing. You know, look at just Virginia as a whole. I mean, they love football, you know, and I think that we're going to have a great showing, but yeah, championship is a, that's the expectation. There's no, I mean, there's no talk of four games. It's, it's five games. Like it's when, how many games are we going to play this year? It's five games. <laughs> like that is, that's the expectation that we've, that not only coach Shea instills in all of us, but the whole coaching staff, training staff, you know, the expectation is to be here into September. So, you know, that's what, that's what we want to bring to Virginia is that, is that winning attitude. You know, we don't, we, you know, we're not, we're all happy to be here. Don't get me wrong, but you know, we're here to win. So, you know, to, to bring that to a, to a, a hungry fan base, you know, I think that they're going to love that just as much as we love being here. So Nico, NFL GMs, coaches are going to see this probably you know, because they're going to search your name and it's going to come up. It's going to be right up there at the top. I guarantee it. Nico called an interview. What do you want to say to that coach or GM when they find this clip, you know, mid season when they're like, who's that kid on the line? Who's just manhandling folks. We need to look at him. What do you want them to know about you as a player? And what would you say to them when they see this? Man, just the, the thing is, I'm just going to bring, you know, I bring it, I bring a great attitude every day. You know, I bring, I want to bring that, that winning culture by any means, uh, anywhere I go, anything I do, um, you, you, you get, you get with me what you see, you know, you, you get, you get the, the type of grit that you want from your offensive lineman, but then also the type of leadership you want from your center, whether I'm playing guard or center, you know, I, I bring that, that same type of attitude that support to my teammates that, that drive to win, but then to see the other people on my team succeed. 
that's 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 the biggest thing with me is I want to see I want to see everybody shine, if not more than myself. So whatever that takes, whatever that takes, um, I'm willing to do. Awesome. Well, Nico, thank you for your time. You're a very busy man. You know, we're recording this pre Jamboree, but it probably won't release until after Jamboree. So mm-hmm. best of luck in the Jamboree and everyone who watches this after the fact, you shouldn't be surprised that Nico had the Jamboree he had. Um, so Appreciate thank you that. very much for joining us and uh, looking forward to seeing the great things you do. Thank you so much again. Appreciate the opportunity.